Welcome to Faith City Outreach, where your host, Marina Maria, reaches out to the world to discuss Christian topics and providing biblical solutions, as well as praying for the nations. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. The music in this broadcast is provided courtesy of Zapsplat.com. Now, here is your host, Marina Maria. Scripture, Zechariah 2 5 over Faith City Outreach, where the Lord says, And I myself will be a wall of fire around it, declares the Lord, and I will be its glory within. Welcome to Faith City Outreach. This is Marina Maria with today's special guests, David Lanusa and Hilson Subili from Phoenix Church of His Presence in Phoenix, Arizona. I also have James Villa from All Tribes Christian Fellowship in Phoenix, Arizona, too. And they're going to be here to talk about Connect Student Ministry, which is at Phoenix Church of His Presence. And I just want to thank you guys so much for being here today at Faith City Outreach to share about what Connect Student Ministry is doing for the youth and how it's blessing the lives of the youth in Arizona. First of all, I really want to know, how was Connect Student Ministry created? Uh, well, so I'm James, and I've always had a heart for youth and youth ministry. And for a long time, I wanted to do something to reach youth. And uh, a few years ago, I was part of this ministry, and I was in charge of putting together youth services and youth rallies, and I pulled away from that, and for a long time I wanted to get back into that, but I didn't know how to uh, get back into planning the services or where to do the services, and so I kind of let it drop off, and I didn't really do much about it, and one night I was driving some friends to the White Mountains, and I get a text from uh, David and he texts me, he says, hey man, are you busy? Uh, can you talk? So I pull over and I call him and he brings this up to me. He says, hey, the Lord put on my heart the to do services for youth uh, and to be able to reach uh, youth and young adults in Phoenix and in Arizona. And so that night we talked for, I, I believe, 45 minutes just talking about how we can uh, plan services and where we could get started. And that night was pretty much planning of the seed. And uh, I'll, I'll let Dave share what God placed on his heart as far as why he called me. So um, prior to that conversation that James and I had, um, probably a couple years before that, the Lord had just been putting in my heart to reach youth. Um, I've been involved in church ministries, um, youth ministries, and, and just involved in whatever I could in church, but I never had that, you know, that drive for the, just one thing. But in the back of my mind, it was always youth. It was always work with the youth. What can you do with the youth? And so I just kind of pushed it off to the side for so many years. And then I was actually driving as well to San Diego. And on that long drive, that's there's kind of nothing out there. Um, the Lord brings up in, to me like, it's time for you to do something with the youth. And it wasn't necessarily a suggestion. It was now a, David, you have to do something. And said, and so I said, okay, Lord, like, how do I do this? Because I've never started a ministry on my own. And so the Lord just kind of started talking to me 
um, and saying, remember all these things that I've talked to you about, different ministries, what have you been involved in? And so the Lord just started talking to my heart um, about something like this Connect student ministry that we started. And so I said, okay, Lord, how do I do this and who do I get involved with? And that's where he put James on my heart. And so um, that's when I texted him, hey, can we talk? And um, after that, I mean, like James said, we talked for about 45 minutes. And it was funny during that whole conversation, um, how in sync our responses to each other and what we were talking about and our visions for for what we've had, um, how, how much they were aligned. Because we had never talked about anything like this before. And so it, it just goes to show that God was definitely shaping James and shaping me so that we could um, do this thing together. And so when I got back from California, we said, okay, well, let's get a time to meet. And it just so happened that Hilson um, was able to kind of be a part of that with us. And so I'll let Hilson kind of share um, how he got involved in all of this. Um, before I start, I'm going to start with a little testimony. And I promise it ties into how I got started into Connect. But not too long ago, I had a job and that job required me to work on Sundays which was a bummer for me because I was born and raised in church and there were some Sundays where I had to miss because of work. Um, So one of my prayers was, Lord, I need to get out of this job and find another one. That way I can be more involved in church and do more ministry. And not too long after that, he was able to bless me with a Monday to Friday job. Um, So I'm able to be more involved in church. But then that second part of the prayer kept creeping back in my mind. I need to be involved in ministry. I need to be involved in ministry. And not too long after that, um, Dave came and approached me. He goes, hey, we're having a meeting. And I asked him, what's this meeting about? And he kind of shared his vision about what Connect Student Ministry was all about. And he told me that he and James kind of talked and prayed about it. um, And if I was interested, and that to me was a no-brainer, I did not hesitate. I I jumped on the wagon right away. Um, I was very excited to get this ball rolling. And I was excited to see God moving um, within this ministry and see how he can use the three of us, three humble guys from Humble Beginnings, um, do this thing that God's using us to do. That's great. So God just, he knew who to put together and he put together all you three. He knew your hearts and he just placed the same vision in all three of you guys, it seems. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. What is the mission for Connect Student Ministry? So the mission of Connect Student Ministry is to be able to connect students to each other, connect students to a church, and connect students to God. And the way we came up with Connect Student Ministry is uh, Dave, myself, we were talking on the phone one night and we said, well, what are we going to call this? What are we going to... We want a theme for the first service. And so Dave put out there, well, I was thinking about fight night. And for a long time, from the first night Dave and I were talking on that phone call, God put on my heart, connect, the word connect. And I I just started thinking about it, praying about it. And I came to a conclusion that I want to be able to connect all these teenagers, all these youth and young adults to each other connect them to the church and connect them to God. And so that's our mission. And that's uh, how we came up with a connect student ministry. And I think that it definitely just, it, it, 
it definitely resonates with the youth of today. I mean, youth youth of today are always de- desiring some sort of connection, whether it's through social media, a relationship or something. And so if we can show them the ultimate, longest lasting, most beneficial connection, which is Jesus Christ, um, that's what we want to do. And that's what our desire is, is to connect these kids to something that's eternal, something that's fulfilling, something that will never forsake them and show them the love and the acceptance that they that they desire from everything that they're putting themselves into. That's so true. The youth today, they, they, they want to be together. I mean, they're always with their friends, so you're connecting them with each other. And with each other, you can, you know, just witness to them to share with them about God so that they can connect with God. Mm. So, and then with that, you can lead them to a church Mm -hmm. and it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, maybe a church where you guys are from, right? Right. Just as long as it's a church in their community. Absolutely. Yes. So we, we believe that, I mean, we're all just one, we're one body of Christ. It doesn't matter what denomination, what nationality, um, whatever you, you know, whatever church you're a part of, um, we believe, you know, we're all one family of Christ. And so, you know, James is is Native American. Hilson is Marshallese. I'm Filipino, and so um, while we go to Hilson, I go to same churches. Our connections outside of that are different. Hilson has ties into the um, Marshallese churches with his dad being a pastor, and James has a lot of ties to the reservation on uh, the Navajo reservation, um, and just we have all these different. Um, churches that we've that we've worked with and that doesn't matter Um, we want us to all come together as one body one family um, with one goal in mind is and that is to worship God and that is to just serve God and it doesn't matter if you're assemblies of God or if you're non-denominational or foursquare whatever you are come to one of our events because we just want to be family we just want to be one um, body of Christ together what are the ages for Connect Student Ministry? So we put in the word student into Connect Student Ministry to kind of show um, kind of the age group that we're focusing on. But if you think about the word student, no matter what age you are, you are constantly learning. A student is always learning something new, um, whether you are 13, 33, or 63. There's always something new that you are learning, whether it's in life or even in just living for God alone. God is such a deep, deep, deep person that that it takes a while for you to even get to know who God is. So um, student, the word student, you think about somebody young, but whether you're young or young at heart, you have a place um, in Connect Student Ministries. And we we understand the value that the older generation brings um, and the wisdom that they have um, because they've lived life before. They have encountered things that we've encountered before. So um, the wisdom that they have and the knowledge that they have is very beneficial and it's it's very priceless as to what they can instill into our lives. Um, and then myself, Dave and James, we're not that much older than the people that we're trying to reach. So we understand that we're only getting older. So um, <laughs> when we are at that age, we don't want to be left out in anything that involves ministry. So whether you are young or young at heart, you have a place in Connect Student Ministry. So it's really for uh, all ages. Absolutely. And it's interesting that you are bringing or you're connecting the older generation with the younger generation because lots of times in this world, um, we are forgetting about the older generation. 
and we have no connection with them at all. And we don't even, it's like as if they, we, they've lost their value now. You know, once they get to a certain level, then, okay, you're not used or you're not really recognized. So I like that fact that you're really connecting them to the older generation. And you actually are doing a lot of connections here. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I'm thinking about it. (laughs) That is the point. That is the point. Just endless connections. That's great. How is Connect doing so far? And when is your next community event? I know you had a recent event. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So we had an event earlier this year um, called Fight Night. And that was our first event. And we, um, we... we reached that night, I think our total number was 70, um, about 70 uh, youth, adults, members in attendance. And it was an amazing event. Um, you know, we had a pre-service with games and prizes. We had an amazing time of worship and then an amazing word. And the most important part was that altar time for us. Um, because that's where these kids get to experience God and they get to come and just find God. And that night we did have um, some people who came and, and gave their heart to the Lord. We had some rededications. Um, we also had a lot of people who were able to kind of free themselves of bondage and some baggage that um, they were fighting um, that night. And so that was our first event. Our second event is coming up at the end of this month on August 31st, and it's called Consume. And it's going to be um, on the American Indian uh, SAGU AIC campus, um, August 31st, starting at 5.30. Um, doors will open. Service will start at uh, 6.30, and then it'll go until about 8.30. Um, but our, our, heart for this next, our heart for this next event, Consume, when we were talking about a, another name or our, the next theme for this for this service, we're thinking, okay, so after somebody comes to Christ, what do we need? How can we help them have a life-changing experience with God? How can we help them to um, be free of those things that drag them back into the world once they found God? And the answer was to that answer to that was they need to be consumed by God. They need to be consumed by the Holy Spirit. They need to be consumed by everything that the Lord has for us. And so that's our desire for this next event is that these students and people who come will just be consumed by the Lord, will be consumed by his love so that they can have that life-changing experience. We don't want an experience that's going to be they go back to the world, you know, a week later, that mountaintop experience. But what we want is that experience where they become a lifelong follower of Christ. Um, as far as numbers, like I said, we had 70 people the first event, and our goal really this next one is to double that number um, so that we can grow as, an, or as, a, as a ministry, um, so that we can expand our borders and the people that we are able to reach um, so that we can do bigger and better things in the future. That's great. What is the purpose? So, well, you actually, you did just did just mention the purpose of this event is to consume, um, to have that theme and to have them be consumed by God. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. That's great. And can you, from different churches, participate in this uh, community event? Yes, uh, different churches. Uh, 
can come out and uh, participate in this event. Like uh, Dave said earlier, we're not just reaching one particular church or one particular denomination. We are wanting to reach so many youth and so many people in different churches and different denominations so that when they do come together, that we are worshiping one God. We are coming together to hear the same word that is being spoken at their churches. And so this is open to anybody to any age group, to any person that wants to come out. And uh, it's really an encouragement to see a lot of youth and young adults and different people coming together, worshiping God that don't go to the same church, that don't have the same background as far as a denomination, and just coming together and worshiping God and listening to the message and just coming together and fellowshipping as well. So this is an event for all people, for all churches. That's great. And how are you advertising the event other than radio? So we have our Facebook page, um, just Connect Student Ministries. Um, We also have an Instagram um, page and we also have a Twitter um, account. And so we just, we share out, we have our flyer that we've shared out and uh, we just continue to share it. We have little pictures with the name and um, with the theme on it, just to kind of keep it fresh in people's minds. A lot of it is um, just word of mouth. James has gone out over the summer and um, worked in different camps and churches. And so as he goes out, he shares um, the event and promotes it that way. Um, Hilson has visited the uh, Marshall East Church, and um, we just continue to reach out to uh, the different groups and the people and the students that we um, that we encounter every day. Um, I have, being a teacher, I have former students that know I'm a Christian and know that I do ministry, and so um, I've kind of used that connection with them to um, get other students and get other um, youth and high schoolers in. And so uh, we just utilize any chance, any opportunity that comes up to share um, this event and what what the Lord is going to do to whoever will listen, really. Now, you said you had uh, an event um, last time and you said it was called Fight Night. Do you have any recent, let's say, testimonies or testimonies from that particular event that um, you can share? Um, I have one. So um, there was a a student there who was going through a lot of family um, turmoil. Um, he was in transition from um, kind of losing his his birth parents and then being adopted by a family and and it was one of those things where while he looked okay on the outside, um, he was definitely struggling with a lot of um, insecurities on the inside. And so that night he came and it was just kind of on a whim. He wasn't, it wasn't something that he was planning on doing. Um, I had reached out to his uh, parents and said, hey, we have this event. And so um, his parents dropped him off to enjoy. And so um, you know, through the course of that night, he came, he, he listened to the worship and then listened to the word. And at the end of the service, he came down and he just um, asked for prayer. And so I had the opportunity to pray with this young, this young man. And, and the Lord shared with me just some of the hurt and the pain um, that was left there with um, kind of losing his family and then, um, you know, joining another family. And so um, it was definitely, you know, feelings of not being wanted and feelings of um, not being accepted. And I believe that that night, the Lord definitely helped him to overcome that battle, mm-hmm. um, that fight that he was going through. And so that um, this young man can have his freedom in the Lord and definitely move forward um, knowing that he's loved 
um, by his family, but more importantly, loved by God, um, no matter what happens. And so um, that was one testimony that I know of um, from that night. That's great. What are some issues that our youth today are experiencing or struggling with today? So going over uh, to different youth camps and different um, camp meetings or uh, revival services this uh, summer, I was noticing a lot of youth struggling with uh, the thought of suicide. I've had, I'd say, a handful of students come up to me after the services and talking to me and asking me, hey, can you pray with me? I'm going through this. I'm going through depression. And there's even thoughts of suicide going on in my head. And just hearing that and seeing them come up to me, it, it breaks my heart because for a long time, I've been in youth ministry for 10 plus years. And seeing that not change from when I was in youth to now being a youth pastor at the church I attend, seeing that not change is something that I really want the walls to be broken down because youth struggle with that day in and day out. That's one issue that's a big problem on every reservation across this country is suicide. The suicide rate is the highest on reservations across this country. And for us to be able to do these services and try to reach those young people, try to reach even those reservation kids. Uh, this past uh, event we had, Fight Night, we had a group from the Apache Reservation out in Sibiqui come out and they traveled from the White Mountains all the way to the service we had here in Phoenix. And for them to experience the service and to hear what God has for them and seeing them respond to the altar call, I, I just really pray and I hope that people who come out to our services can have those walls broken down, those chains broken in their lives, those bondages broken in their lives so that they could leave our services, leave our events free from anything that, that was being bound in their lives. So that's one thing I believe that is being a crutch or being held down on these young people is suicide. Is there another issue? Yeah, I want to add on to that. Um, As David mentioned, I I visited a Marshallese church just recently, like a couple weeks ago, and there were some youth over there that I talked to, and um, just them being exposed to technology in general. Like, growing up when I was a youth, I didn't have a cell phone. Um, I didn't have easy access to the Internet. And now you see every kid in every single corner in every single house, they have a phone. And one of the youth I was talking to, um, he was joking around with another youth talking about how they have a porn app right next to their Bible app. And they saw that as a normal thing and they were just joking around about it. And that to me broke my heart because these kids are looking for something to fulfill that desire, to fill that hole that it's in their heart. And that's a big reason why Connect Student Ministry was started is we want to give them that real thing. And that only real thing that they can have is Jesus Christ. Yes, all the desires of the world is going to fulfill them for just a little bit, but they're going to want to go back to that, whether it's porn, whether it's drugs, whether it's alcohol, all of that has a detriment to your body, whether it's physically or spiritually. The only thing that can fulfill you and uplift you spiritually and physically is Jesus Christ. And that's why we want Connect to succeed. And that's why we're trying to preach Jesus Christ to them. Is there another issue we have? Suicide that is really high in the reservations. We have pornography. 
Um, I can also uh, say that drugs and alcohol is a big thing. When I talk to youth at my church and uh, youth back in uh, when I first started as a youth pastor, that was one thing that they were struggling with was drugs and alcohol. They were saying that they got it from their family or they got it from their uncle or from their friends. And it was just a struggle in their lives. And just going back to these camps that I went to this past summer, hearing those stories again from those youth, it it's really a struggle in their lives because it's they don't have anything up there. They basically live in an isolated town, no no family, no friends, they're... Uh, no place to go. And so they run to all these things. They run to the first thing that can make them happy and the first thing that could satisfy that thing or that whatever they're striving for in their lives. And so they could say, all right, well, I could just go to my friend's house and get high with them. I could go to my friend's house and get drunk with them. And they start rolling down this hill and they start doing all these things and one thing leads to another and they're getting in trouble by their parents by their school by even the law there and so that's another thing that's a big struggle in in youth is drugs and alcohol now how do they or how can they seek counseling when they're dealing with any of these issues either suicide pornography or drugs or alcohol Let's just say if a youth uh, came up to you and told you or shared with you any of these issues and you notice that they really need some counseling, how do you guys go about giving them the counseling that they need? Um, I think, it, you know, if they're sharing that with us, it's just kind of, you know, let's put them in contact with somebody who has experience with that. Um, whether it's, you know, the pastor um, of the church that they're in or, you know, someone, you know, another organization. Um, but it's really putting them in contact with people who um, know how to deal with that sort of thing. I think that kids need that. Um, they, they, they experience all these things and struggle with all these things and they don't know how to handle it. Um, they mm-hmm. don't know, um, you know, they know that these thoughts might be wrong or they know that it might be wrong to do these certain things, and, but they don't know how to handle it. And so if we can put them in contact with somebody to help navigate them through and then help them to see um, that, hey, you know, there is someone who can help you with this and help you to be stronger, um, you know, and, and, and lead them to even to Jesus and, and through that strength. Um, that's what, you know, we do. We want to give them the help that they need. Um, and sometimes that's more than what we can. I mean, our knowledge is limited in some of these things, but it doesn't mean that we stop. We make sure that they have that help and make sure that they have that um, support that they need to um, overcome some of these struggles. That's good, and that is important. Now, is um, Connect Student Ministry uh, making any community partnerships at this time? Um, at this at this point, we are still in the process of. Um, of really getting those community partnerships together. Um, you know, because this was just kind of started on a long drive over a phone call, we're just still trying to get um, that side of things um, going. And, and we just, we wanted to start the start the events and start the different services and all of that because the Lord had um, put that on our heart. And then, you know, now that we kind of have that going, um, now we'll go about, you know, how do we make this self-sustaining? How do we, um, 
make these so that we're not having to necessarily pull from our, our own pockets every single time um, that we have an event. But, you know, how can we fund these fund these events and make them bigger? Um, because I know that, you know, what we're doing right now is the start of this ministry. But I know um, personally, I can see, you know, this this ministry being way more than what it is now. And the one thing that that takes is is funds and partnerships and, um, you know, I, I see us traveling. I see us doing multi-day events, and and that's just something to come in years, um, you know. And it all starts with these first few steps that we're taking, and then allowing God to uh, move and grow us as leaders, and then grow this ministry um, as a whole. This is Marina Maria from Faith City Outreach with David Lanusa and Hilson Subili from Phoenix Church of His Presence in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm also talking to James Villa from All Tribes Christian Fellowship Church in Phoenix, Arizona. And we're talking about Connect Student Ministry that has been a blessing to the youth in Arizona. How can the community support Connect Student Ministry? Uh, Well, first and foremost, prayer. Um, We understand that prayer goes a long way. Um, So we need all the prayer in the world because, as I stated earlier, we're just three regular guys. Like... (laughs) The world will look at our our um, qualifications and kind of laugh at us like you guys aren't aren't fit to do the job that you guys are wanting to do. But we understand that we serve a God that um, nothing is impossible to him. Um, so he can use three regular guys to do his mighty work. We completely believe that. So um, with us being just three regular guys, like we need all the prayer in the world to be able to do what we're doing. Um, we also understand that we are attacking the kingdom of the devil. Um, so he's trying to do everything he can to steal the youth away from us. So he's going to do everything in his power to block, block the three of us from doing everything that we can to further this ministry. So, um, if you can pray for the three of us, that'd be very, very helpful. Um, secondly, like I said, social media is everywhere. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as we stated earlier, if you just like our page and share everything that we share, um, that will in itself um, be able to spread the word even quicker. Everybody has access to sh- social media. So if you can like and share anything and everything that you see, um, that'd be totally, totally awesome. You want to share that? Yes, our uh, Facebook and our Instagram uh, accounts are uh, Connect Student Ministry 19. So that is at Connect Student Ministry 19. So social media, if you can share that, um, tweet, um, retweet anything that's put out that'd be very very helpful and very beneficial and um, I think lastly everybody knows at least one young person that is struggling with something um, so if you just let them know hey there's this page that I want you to look up um, there's this event that's coming up real soon I think you should join um, we are a judgment-free zone um, there's a lot of people that come with their own baggage the three of us even us being leaders we, we have our own baggages, so we understand that nobody's perfect. Um, and we won't look down on anybody. Um, everybody is welcome. Everyone and anyone is welcome, no matter what your denomination, no matter what your nationality, no matter what political party you represent. Um, we understand that there's an election coming up, and you're going to see all that negative talk in the media real soon. But all of that is just white noise. Like What we want to talk about is Jesus Christ right now. So um, those three things, prayer, 
If you can share our social media pages, that'd be awesome. If you know anybody that's struggling with anything, young people struggle all the time. So um, just let them know about who we are, where we're holding events, um, what social media avenue they can reach us through. Um, and by there, they can come in contact with the, any one of us and, and any one of us has. We have countless leaders that we look upon, countless spiritual mentors that we look upon. So if we don't know the answers to anything, we can definitely lean on them for guidance and leadership. Um, so those in general will be very, very beneficial. Now, if you were in front of, let's say, thousands of youth today or right now, what would you say to them in order to encourage them to come to your August 31st event, which is called Consume? I just want you to speak to them right now. I would tell them that everybody needs something, whether it's strength, whether it's um, prayer, whether it's freedom. Everybody needs something. Everybody is struggling with something. Like Hilson just stated, we all come with baggage. And there is only one person who can give you the freedom and the strength to take on the world. Um, and that's Jesus Christ. And come to our events. Experience God for who he really is. Come and allow him to move in your situation. Come and allow him to change your heart. Come and allow him to take away um, the, band, the, the, the bondage that we carry every single day. Because he doesn't judge you. He doesn't, um, you don't have to get clean before you come. You come as you are and allow God to move in your life and come and let him consume your life and consume your situation because that's really the only way that we're going to be able to make it through the world that we live in today. There is so much junk and so many um, things that come at us on a regular basis and we need to consume ourselves with God so that we can kind of keep those blinders on and keep moving forward to the to the goal that God um has has given us. The other thing that I would tell them is that, you know, God desires to do something in your life. That where you're at right now doesn't have to be where you stay because in God he has something better, something bigger, something greater, um something that is so big that even your mind can't fathom what it is and he wants to give that to you. He wants to give that gift to you. And so come and experience God so that you can experience his fullness and you can ex experience his love and so that you can be transformed into the man or woman that God desires you to be. I, I want to add on to that. Um, I, I grew up in church, so I, I was a youth myself not too long ago. So one of the biggest questions that I asked myself when I was a young, young kid was, I'm extremely young. Can God really use me? The answer is yes. No matter what your age is, um, you cannot doubt yourself because we read in the Bible about countless people that God used at a very young age. So if you're asking yourself, can God really use me at this young of an age with very little access to any sort of, any sort of financial freedom, um, there's nothing I can really say or do without people smirking and looking down on me. The answer is yes, God can use you no matter what your age is. If you're wanting to come out and just be a part of something, wanting to get involved with other teenagers or other students your age, I encourage you to come out. I encourage you to be a part of not only the service, but this ministry. 
because we not only do the service, we not only have a worship service and a, and a time for the message, but prior to that, we also have games. We also have prizes. We also have a time for P- uh, the young adults or the, the young people to fellowship with one another. And after everything, after the service, after the, the time we, we spend in prayer with the students, we have a time of just fellowship with food. So I know that brings a lot of people out when you say food, free food, <laughs> or uh, you just say food, that brings a lot of people out. But we encourage you to come out because I know a lot of teenagers, a lot of youth, they struggle with so much things in their life. They struggle with so many things going on in their family's life. And maybe they don't want to be at home on a Saturday night and they're just looking for a place to go. This consume event is a place for you to be. You could surround yourself with positive people. You could surround yourself with people who are there to encourage you and uplift you and pray with you and tell you that you are important. Tell you that you do have a purpose. Tell you that God has something greater for you than what you are living now. And so what we want to do at this event is for you to come out and to fellowship and connect with one another and to be able to leave that event knowing that God spoke to them, knowing that God dealt with them in their lives and knowing that God is going to be with them even when they go home from that event. And if they do get involved in a church that they could start growing in that youth group they get involved in, knowing that they could grow in that church that they're starting to attend and knowing that the next event is just around the corner and they start telling their friends. And so we encourage every youth, every teenager, every young adult, every adult uh, to come out and bring family, bring your friends, bring whoever you want out so that they could be spoken life into so that God could be able to pour into them and encourage them with everything that he has for them at that service. What is your role in this August 31st event for each and every one of you guys? I think our role is to really, first off, I think it's just to make sure that everything runs smoothly. Um, it's funny, when we started, you know, we threw out, you know, we, we all do worship at our churches. And so, you know, do we do worship? We all speak, um, you know, and, and, and all of that. Well, are we speakers? And so the Lord was told us, no, our job is not to be the worship team. Our job is not to be um, the speakers for these events. Our job is to be the leaders and to make sure that um, that those people who we've asked to come be a part of are are kind of all working together toward, uh, toward this common goal and this common purpose. Um, our job is to facilitate, um, you know, the the different events that are happening. And I think ultimately our our job is to be responsible um, to God and allowing Him to lead the service. Um, you know, if we see that the, the Lord is wanting to do something, um, you know, I think it's our responsibility to allow Him um, you know, kind of free reign to come in and, um, you know, maybe it's extending worship a little bit longer. Maybe it's, um, you know, you know, prayer at the altars, whatever it might be. Um, I think that that's one of the big things for us is just really facilitating um, the movement of God in our services and being responsible, um, like the, the heads of that. Now, when you guys were younger, did any of you get involved in a student youth ministry like this? Um, for myself, yes, I I grew up in church. My dad was a pastor for most of my life. And so I was a pastor's kid uh, growing up in uh, Assemblies of God Church. And so getting involved in the youth group 
uh, there at the church he was atten- uh, that he was a pastor of was a big part of my life. Uh, going from youth rally, youth rally to youth rally, going to youth convention to youth convention, going to camps after camps every summer was a big part of my life. And for a long time, it I pulled away from that. I pulled away once I got out of the youth group and once I got out of the youth ministry part of it, I, I stayed away for a long time. I didn't want to be in any type of ministry. And when God, when God called me back into ministry, he put me into youth ministry. And that's one thing that I, this is one thing I really had a calling for was to start doing something like this again, because going to youth rallies every month on one Friday during that month was, was a really exciting part of my uh, teenage life was to get involved and see the friends that I made at from different churches and seeing everybody come together saying, Hey, I didn't see you, uh, what's going on and just connecting with one another again and just getting involved with other youth groups in that way was a big, was a big thing in my life growing up as a teenager. So I as well was born and raised in church. My dad is pastoring, still a pastor in uh, Tucson, Arizona right now, but um, as early as I can remember, my dad was a youth pastor um, in Southern California for a church, Marshallese Church. There's a lot of migrants um, from the Marshall Islands, and when they came to the States, they settled in Southern California. And that first church that was open, my dad was the very first youth pastor. So I got to experience firsthand how a youth leader should lead a group of young kids, though they're from the islands. Yes, they don't have the same problems that we American teens have, but at the end of the day, they're still young people. So all the problems that young people have, whether it's in the Marshall Islands, whether it's in China, whether it's in the United States, it's pretty much the same thing. So I got to experience that firsthand, and I got to hang out with all the youth um, as a little kid. So not too long after that, my dad started the church in Tucson, Arizona, and then I found myself thrust into a youth leadership position at a very young age. So... Um, I started to doubt myself because I was just a young kid at the time, but then I was reminded, hey, I got a first first-hand experience at how a youth group should be run. Um, so um, having my dad there was very beneficial to me, and it was really priceless because I was just a young kid, 15 or 14, so I was really green behind the ears, and there was a lot of things that I didn't know how to do, so I had to ask my dad um, how to do a lot of that. But just having that and growing up in church um, and being part of a youth ministry from when I was a little kid up until I was a youth myself leading a bunch of other youths and even now I'm still leading youth. Um, that to me has shaped the man that I've become now is being part of that throughout my whole entire life. So I'm very thankful and I know just how beneficial being part of a youth ministry is. So I guess mine's a little bit uh, different. I grew up in church like these two um, and I was part of like the youth group there um, growing up kind of in middle school and, and, and even going into high school. But I, I kind of fell away from that. I kind of shied away. I didn't really want to be involved. I didn't go to youth camp. I didn't go to the youth rallies. And for me personally, it was just, there wasn't a desire. Um, there wasn't a desire. It didn't interest me. It didn't seem like something I wanted to be a part of. And I think for me, that comes into play a lot. Um, what I experienced growing up with youth uh, ministry, it, it kind of plays into a lot with what I want to do and I desire uh, with this ministry because 
I want this to be something that kids want to see. I see the benefit now, knowing and seeing the things that I went through at, as a as a teen, as even you know my early twenties, and seeing if I would have had a group, if I would have had somewhere that I can go. Um, you know, it's it's hard to go sometimes to your own church and the people that you see every Sunday. But here at an event like this, you see people from multiple churches, from multiple denominations, and so to have some place where you can go and find a connection with somebody. Um, you know, who it, it would have helped me to see that I wasn't the only one uh, kind of going through things at that time. And so um, I see the benefit now. I see, you know, how important a group like this is for our kids to have, for our youth to have. Um, because if I would have had that, I would have saved myself a whole lot of uh, struggle <laughs> and heartbreak and, um, you know, just uh, junk that I went through for the years that I was, like I said, a, uh, an older teen, a younger adult. And so um, hopefully we can be that for somebody. Yes. Amen. And so let's go, um, or let's talk about August 31st again. So first there's going to be uh, a service you said? Yeah. So on August 31st, um, is our event consume, um, uh, at the SAGU AIC campus. Um, okay. and so our event starts, um, with a pre-service at, um, five o'clock the doors open pre-service starts at 5 30 and all that is is a time for um people to come and just kind of have fun uh, we usually do a couple games um stuff for you know for you to watch and enjoy or be a part of um you know music and um just kind of a welcoming for the night um and then after that we start service um you know right at about six or right at 6 30 we start worship um, and we go straight from worship into the word, um, and then straight from the word into some altar time. And then after the, we're all finished with that, we always add, um, some time at the end for, like James said, some food, some fellowship, and that gives, um, the, those who attend time to really, um, build relationships with other youth, other adults, other churches, um, build those relationships and, you know, if they don't have churches, that gives them a chance to see, hey, maybe there's a, a, a group that I might um, I might relate to or somebody that I might know from another group. And they might start to get plugged into a youth group um, in that way. But we always allow for that time because we know that, you know, yes, um, your relationship with God is, is, is the most important. But we also need to be um, having that fellowship with um, the brethren, f- fellowship with um other Christians. And so I think that helps them know that they're not the only ones going through what they're going through. And there is a support system there. And, um, the, the worship team that we're going to be having is Bethania worship. They are, uh, from a church that rents from our building, from all tribes, Christian fellowship. They're, uh, all Hispanic speaking, uh, service. And the funny thing is, is we had them at our last service at a fight night and, we didn't know this at the time, but after the service, they were telling everybody that that was their full all English worship set that they ever did. Their first one. Their first one ever. And that was really amazing to us. And so we have them again, uh, Bethania Worship, and that's a Bethania church. And the speaker at uh, Consume is going to be John Lanuza. And uh, if you're wondering, um, like I said, or like Dave said, the event is being held at SAGU AIC, and the address, if you're wondering, is 10020 North 15th Avenue, and it's in Phoenix, Arizona. Once again, that's 10020 
North 15th Avenue. We're gonna be, it's going to be held at the chapel, um, very top building of the property. You can't miss it. Um, so we're just excited about um, what God can do. It's amazing because the three of us actually attended that college. So um, for us to, to leave there and then come back to it, um, it just shows that God works <laughs> it, it's coming around full circle so and um, there's a connection there <laughs> yeah that, definitely like that's that's where we we got our maturity in christ and and got to know a little bit more about god in a deeper way and it it, it started there and it's it's coming into fruition back to where it all started that's great now for all three of you guys what is one thing you would really like to say that maybe you didn't mention um earlier about connection or connect student ministry is there something we haven't mentioned that is really important that you want the youth to know about the one thing that uh i i keep thinking about and that i'm always excited for when it's coming up for the service i mean this is our second service that we're having uh but the one thing that i'm always excited for and that i'm always looking forward to is just the event everything about it everything that uh, we've been planning for, everything that we've been putting into this, because it's it's not just a, hey, let's just call this speaker or let's just get this worship team and let's just do this and let's just get these t-shirts. But the one thing that is really exciting about it is all the, the back work. When I look back on the service, after the service, and I'm looking back on everything, I just see everything that we did and everything that we planned and all the meetings that we had and all the food we ate during those meetings. <laughs> it, it was, it's just an amazing thing just to say, all right, well, we finished this service or we finished this event. Now we got to start planning for the next event. And the one thing that always comes in my mind as well is we didn't want it to make this uh, Connect Student Ministry a Dave and Hilson's church thing or all tribes thing, my church thing. We wanted it to be an all church thing to where it's not one particular church leading this event. It's God behind this event leading it. And if we could get wisdom from uh, Dave's pastor, Pastor Paul Anuza, or my pastor, Pastor Marcus, then that would help us a lot. But we wanted we wanted it to be a ministry that is led by God and led by not one church, but maybe by many other churches. And the one thing Dave brought up earlier is we wanted to we want to see this grow to where maybe it's not only in Phoenix. Maybe the services uh, don't don't only happen here in Phoenix, but we start branching out into different uh, churches across Arizona maybe even going into California, going into other states. And this is something I really see and I have a vision for that it's going to explode to something greater, something beyond what we are seeing now, beyond what we could even imagine it being now to where it's like, man, 10 years from now, we look back on it and we say, man, we just started out with the phone call driving up to the White Mountains and driving to California and now it's leading into this big event, maybe multi-day event to where thousands and thousands of youth are attending and uh, being there physically and maybe even over online video sessions and so it's really exciting. I believe that God has 
such big plans for Connect Student Ministry and the events that we put on? Um, it's, it's funny that James talks about, you know, us expanding and wanting to become bigger. Um, when I was in college, we were still in Bible college, um, probably 13, 14 years ago. Um, it was when I first started leading worship, the Lord gave me a dream. And in that dream, um, there was a worship team um, standing uh, standing in front of this huge stadium, and it was packed. And there was, you know, it was the most phenomenal worship team. It sounded amazing. Um, and the thing that I remember most about that dream is that the Spirit of the Lord was so heavy there. And at that time, because I had just started leading worship, I believed that the Lord was giving me this vision for my worship team. And so it's funny because I've led worship since then, and I've never seen that dream um, come to. And so it's just one of those things where I put that in the back of my head. And then when we started Connect Student Ministries, I remember standing um, in the back of our first event and watching worship happen. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, do you remember that dream that I gave you 13 years ago when you first started leading worship? I said, yes, Lord. He goes, this isn't it, but this is the start of that dream. This is the start of that dream coming into fruition. And I fully believe, and I, you know, the Lord, the Lord, I believe is, is kind of checking those things off and um, in our, in all of our spirits that this is going to be something big because my, in my dream, it was a big stadium, amazing worship, the power of God so strong. And that's exactly what we want um, in these events for that power of God to come down. And I fully wholeheartedly believe that the Lord is saying, this is where we are headed, that this is going to come to, um, if us as leaders are just kind of faithful to, to follow the Lord and what he's doing, this is what he wants us to come to. Amen. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, all three of you guys for, uh, basically just sharing about your testimony, about Connect Student Ministry, about the issues that uh, teens are experiencing, or let's just say the youth are experiencing today. I would um, really like for you to just end in prayer to talk about or to just pray about um, what um, the Holy Spirit is just leading you to pray for. All right. Lord, we... We thank you for this time. We thank you that we had this opportunity to come together and just share from our hearts what you have placed us to do as and connect student ministries, Lord. We thank you that we could come together and share with the people everything that you have given us, the vision and the dreams you have given us uh, for the youth and young adults of this generation. Lord, we thank you that we have the opportunity to come here together and just uplift your name through this event, Father, that's coming up. Lord, we thank you that everything that you are doing in our lives, Lord, from uh, Connect Student Ministries and the ministry of this radio station, Lord, that you are using all of us here today to spread your word. You are using all of us here today to just go beyond our boundaries, go beyond what we believe we can do, and to be able to spread your love and spread everything that you want us to spread into the lives of the people. Lord, and right now I just ask that you would just continue to bless this ministry, 
bless every part of this ministry, bless everything that's going to be happening out of this ministry. Lord, and I ask, Lord, that you would just be with uh, Connect Student Ministry, the event that's coming up, and with Consume the Service. Lord, that everything would be planned out, everything that we have prepared, everything that we are going to be doing, that your hand would be upon it, and that everything that's going to be happen, happening there, Lord, that you would just have your way in the services, have your way in every person's life and every person's heart. Lord, start preparing them right now. Start getting their life ready, Lord. We thank you. We praise and worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We have run out of time, but Faith City Outreach will return next week with a special guest from the Lord. Psalm 117. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Extol him, all you peoples. For great is his love toward us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. We have run out of time, but Faith City Outreach can be heard again on Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time. This radio program is sponsored by King Jesus Christ Ministries in Phoenix, Arizona. You have been listening to the Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria as she interviews Christian pastors and leaders to discuss scriptures and topics affecting the Christian community and to pray for the nations. If you need to contact Marina Maria, please email her at fcoprogram at gmail.com. The music used in this broadcast is provided courtesy of zapsplat.com. Until next time, Marina wants to remind you from Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Thank you.